There is life after infidelity. Now this message that we began last week, we're going to do a quick review this morning. And as we said last week, there are many lives that have been touched. Next Sunday's message, next Sunday is Communion Sunday. Next Sunday's message is on communion and healing. I'm looking forward to that. We're going to have communion as we always do on the first Sunday of the month. But also we're going to talk about communion and healing. I have some insights to share with you about how healing and communion are so very closely tied together. And I believe God to do some healing, both spiritual, physical, emotional, in our lives next Sunday. Now, this morning, I have the privilege of continuing this message and finishing it today. And I hope that above all else, you will understand where I'm coming from with this message. Say, why would you preach this in a church? Well, I'm a pastor. I'm a shepherd. I have to care about you beyond these four walls. I have to care about you, whoever you are, that hurts. I have to care about what hurts you. And I want to care. And I also want to minister healing. This message is about healing and restoration. There's virtually not a family alive today that has not been impacted by the sin of infidelity. If you think for a moment back in your life, whether it was very close to home or near close to home, every family has been impacted in some way by the sin of infidelity. My, my job, my, my focus, my reason for preaching this is to bring healing and restoration and to show you that there is healing for those who were the offender. There's forgiveness and healing for those who, who maybe were the offenders. There's healing and forgiveness for those who were hurt, the victims. The hardest thing in dealing with, with the sin of infidelity is to help the person who offended to overcome their guilt. That's one of the hardest things to do. For the person who's been offended, the hardest thing is to forgive and to get beyond it. Time is a wonderful thing, and time is essential in healing those who've been hurt by the sin of infidelity. And believe me, you will heal if you'll just let God help you. There is life after infidelity. As I said last Sunday, a guy told me one time, he's, when I was counseling him about the sin of infidelity that had happened in their lives, he said, you know, Pastor, it's like somebody died, but they keep on dying every day. It just never ends. He said, I, I wake up every day praying, God, is it going to be better today? God, am I going to get past this today? And he said, it's, it's been six months, and it's like it was yesterday. Now, people go to church looking for help, folks. We, as believers, we need to be sensitive and that's part of the reason I'm preaching this message is to sensitize us that people come through those doors who are not perfect. Some of them have been the offender and some of them have been the victim and some of them have been on the perimeters out here that were related and were injured and hurt by the sin. What do they do? Well, I'm praying that this message will help. There's the feeling of guilt and there's just no feeling like it. And then we need to help the people who failed. Three things to remember, and these are the three points of the message. That number one, there is forgiveness. Number two, there is a process of restoration. And number three, we can avoid making the same mistakes that we made before. 